Blog Talk Radio. Talkbox Radio. Talkbox Radio. Talkbox Radio. What's your problem? The show that listens to you then talks back. What's your problem? And now, what's your problem? The show that listens to you then talks back with your host, Lisa Earhart. Hey everybody, it's Lisa. Today we're going to be talking about having too many boxes to unpack and not knowing what to do about that. Are you in that situation? Have you moved recently or maybe a while ago and you are still living with boxes either in your face, taking up precious space in your house or apartment or maybe even in your basement, taking up room down in the basement where you you don't even know what's in the boxes. You just have them there, and maybe you're making a lot of excuses. You'll get around to it. And meanwhile, these boxes are basically taking over your space. Why not optimize your living space, and you'll feel much better about yourself when you do, We're going to be discussing some tips that are tried and true. I, if you've listened to any of my recent podcasts, I moved out of state from New York to North Carolina in September of 2014. I still have some boxes to unpack. I had a lot of things I had to move. I had a lot of things I inherited on and on. There are still things in boxes that have to be unpacked. So I've developed a system for getting to this, and I want to help you too if you're in the same predicament. For whatever reason, whatever's stopping you, maybe you're feeling intimidated by looking at the boxes, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't have time, you know, people find clutter very intimidating, do you? We're going to be discussing that a little bit too in the psychology of what this means to actually conquer the clutter and get organized. If you are dealing with this right now in your life, please feel free to call. I'd love to hear from you. Or maybe you have conquered this this difficulty of unpacking and you'd like to share with our listeners some of your tips. Um, or you're just starting out with unpacking. I would love to hear from you and we can discuss this a little further. I'm just going to play something here and then I'll be right back. Okay, so are you living with unpacked boxes after a move and need some motivation to help you finish the job already? It's time to take your life back, people, and not let a bunch of cardboard clutter take over your living space. Are you ready to take charge and get this done already? In this episode, I'm going to be giving you tips on how to accomplish just that. Know this, that you are not alone in this challenge. There are many Many other people, just like you, who still live with unpacked boxes for one reason or another. By the way, these could be plastic boxes, too. 
But I'm really talking about cardboard cardboard right now, and I'm going to go into that as well. Why am I talking about cardboard boxes? And if you're looking at the player, you'll see only cardboard boxes. Okay, so it is time to put an end to this misery once and for all. And by the way, if you like the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to call in. You see the number right there. You can call in anytime at 347-989-1357 and click on the follow link or also uh, you can post the link over to your Facebook, Twitter to let more people know about the show because it could be helpful for them as well. Okay, let's just talk about boxes for a second. The reason that we are attacking the box problem is because, well, there are a few reasons. Boxes are just ugly to look at, aren't they? That's number one. Two, you don't even know what's in those boxes. You might have the box labeled. You might be a super organized person and have put the photographs of the items that you have in the box on the box. But I'm going to guess most people give their boxes a generic title like kitchen, you know, dining room, uh, living room, books things like that. It's also possible that in the boxes that you packed, there may be different items in those boxes. Like there could be some fragile items. You could have some clothing in the items. That's the way that I packed. In order to pack the fragile items, I would put them in with clothing as a way to um, you know, keep the breakage down. I have to say I'm a very, very good packer. I was very happy to see very little breakage so far in the boxes that I have succeeded in unpacking. So, by the way, this show is not only for you, but it is also for me to give myself further motivation. And, you know, it really helps to talk about these things, to hear them. I find podcasts on Blog Talk Radio extremely helpful. And you could be listening to this while you're unpacking and getting it done. Back to the box issue. Boxes, cardboard boxes degrade over time. That's why if you have an old box, it starts to smell, you know, very dusty. It also can attract mold if you have it in a damp place. So number one, cardboard boxes, no good. They can also be a harbinger for bugs and mice and all kinds of things. But the thing that I really don't like about boxes more than anything is that you cannot, the cardboard boxes, you don't know what's in there. All right. So we need to, we need to get past that issue. We need to know what's in the box. If you must hold on to your cardboard box, boxes, know that the days are limited to how long that box is going to hold up. If you want to keep your cardboard boxes, if you spent a lot of money on them, such as, you know, getting them from Home Depot and this kind of thing, you might want to hold on to the boxes, but make sure that you pack them in plastic. The way that I've done this is I've broken down boxes and, you know, stack them and then get big contractor bags and simply make kind of like an envelope that goes around the boxes and you can have quite a few in one envelope and guess what no no humidity is going to get to the box then you tape it up fully and you can store the boxes and label that bag by the way what's in there so you know so that for a future move or if you ever need boxes for anything you know where they are Um, if you don't have space to keep the boxes then recycle the boxes okay so that's a bit about the boxes Now, if you need to keep things in containers, it's much better to transfer things over to plastic storage containers. But the same issue can arise if you don't know what's in the storage containers. So this is about taking control of your life and finding out what are the things that I have that are in boxes. Do and and do, you know, over time you may find you don't want those things anymore you don't need them they don't serve a purpose anymore in your life so you have the items that you might use uh, seasonally such as christmas items or hanukkah or you know holidays and then those items will get put in storage unless you like to have them up year round but 
um, you know, most people would just put them out seasonally. So those things, you might want to have a nice plastic storage box. It's really best to have the clear boxes. I am getting to a point here, people, and I'm, I'm saying the more you know what is in the boxes, the more liberated you're going to be from this, I don't know what this is kind of thing. And even when you know what it is, we're going to deal with the next question. And that's overwhelm and a feeling of intimidation about getting to the job at hand. What is it that is intimidating about unpacking a box? Come on, let's think about this. If you break it down, you will realize you are bigger than a cardboard box. Okay, I'd like you to repeat after me. I am bigger than a cardboard box. I am smarter than a cardboard box. Go ahead, repeat that. I am smarter than a cardboard box. I will not allow cardboard boxes to control my life anymore. Go ahead, repeat that. I will not allow cardboard boxes to control my life anymore. Okay, so what you have to do is you have to put your foot down, take a stand and say, you know, did you ever see that commercial, this bra doesn't fit and I'm not going to take it anymore? Okay, so it's kind of like that. These boxes don't fit and I'm not going to take it anymore. Now, another thing that I learned. See, I used to think, oh, you know, it's in a box. It's not going to take up that much room if it's in a box. Wrong. Wrong. What I have discovered in unpacking boxes is that, and I'm going to give you tips of how to do this, but in, in unpacking the boxes, I'm finding that in whittling down the boxes, there's a lot more space as a result that I have when I get rid of the boxes because it turns out that the boxes take up more room than the stuff. You'll find this out as you start to organize and get these things out of your boxes. Okay. So, number one, you want to have, you want to get started. That's, that's the first step in any journey, you know? Every journey begins with a single step. You've heard that before, I'm sure, with anything you do. An exercise regimen, a new diet, anything. You have to get started. Now, you need to ask yourself, what is stopping me from getting started? Are you making all these excuses why you can't get to it? You need to get real with yourself and say, no excuse is going to be worth more than actually getting it done. Because when you start to feel how good you feel about yourself, when you start to break through this resistance of unpacking your boxes, with that, you know, nothing can match that. You're going to feel so liberated and you're going to want to continue. That's the whole point. And if you start losing momentum, well, listen to this show again. Listen to this. Keep this show handy, please. You can download the episode. You can listen to it as many times as you need to. So if you find yourself, you've got started with the tips I'm going to give you. And then, ugh. A few days goes by, and now you've got out of the routine of doing it. Well, pick yourself back up and listen to this podcast. And listen to the podcast while you're getting to the task at hand. And it could be somebody else's podcast, too. Anything that's motivating, that deals with whatever it is that you find stressful about getting to this particular job at hand. But nothing is more stressful let me just tell you this, then the resistance you are feeling. Yes, that's right. You're creating your own stress. And visually, the visual impact of these boxes in your life doing to you psychologically, it's telling you, I'm bigger than you. You can't do it. You know, I've, the boxes are laughing at you. They're saying, ha, oh. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm taking up your precious space. 
I am in charge. No, 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 no. You need to talk to those boxes and say, get out of here. I'm going to get to you. You are not in charge anymore. I'm going to get this thing done already. Now, it could be a lot of boxes. It could be just a few boxes. And this could have to do with any clutter you're dealing with as well. Um, you know, you could say, you are not bigger than me. I'm going to. I'm not going to let you control my life anymore. And when you start to see what it, what is it that is it is there? These are just things, okay? Let's evaluate. What's in a box? Open up the box. What's in the box? If you want to right now, open up a box. I'll wait for a second. Go ahead, get something to cut the box open with. Oh yeah, I know. Don't you love the tape? Oh God, I had had it. I mean, just the sound of a tape gun causes me trauma because we had so many boxes to pack. And not only were we packing the boxes, my husband and I, but the moving company, I remember, you know, the sound of the tape gun, my God, it's just, it's it's enough to make you go out of your mind. This is, I'm talking extreme packing here, okay? That'll be another episode. I'll have this goal, extreme packing. Anyway. So let's open up a box. By now, hopefully you've opened up a box if you're if you're doing this along with me right now. Let's take a look. What's in this box? Are you looking at the what's in the box? Okay. Now, all that's in the box are things. Okay, I'd like you to repeat after me. All that's in this box are things. Go ahead, just 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 say that. All that's in this box are things. And I can take these things out of this box right now and get them out of the box. Repeat that. And I can take these things out of this box right now and get them out of the box. Okay? Now, none of the items are bigger than you. Unless... They're bigger than you, and you can't carry them. And but I'm not talking about that kind of thing. By the way, if you need help unpacking a box, ask somebody to help you. Okay, but let's talk about the boxes that you can manage, which are probably most of the boxes that you have, if not all of them. So step one. Now this may sound very elementary, but I'm talking about breaking through resistance here. I'm talking about breaking through procrastination, the thing that's holding you back. I need you. Step one to open up the box. The action of opening up the box is step one. Remember, getting started, the single step. All right, now, as you open up the box, you need to take the things out of the box. I know this sounds very simple and stuff, but listen, if you've been living with these boxes and they're in your way and you haven't gotten to it, this, in fact, may be an uncomfortable process for you. But the mere action of doing it is going to empower you and you will not feel disabled, unable to unpack these boxes anymore. Trust me on this. And if you get to a point where you're stuck and you stop doing it, like I said, please listen to this podcast again and be reminded that you can do it. Go back to the basic steps. Open up the box. Okay, so now what you need to do you need to take the things out of the box. Don't analyze to death. Do I need this? Where am I going to put Don't worry. Don't worry about where you're going to put it. We need to get the things out of the box. Ideally, you need spaces where you can put these the items in the box. And be prepared, my friends, that you're going to have to move these things maybe several times. It's possible before they get to their more permanent resting place. And I'm not talking about death here. I am talking about organization. Don't feel like you have to have the exact spot for these items right away because that might be what's stopping you from even getting to this job, by the way. You might have made all these excuses. I don't have the shelf space right now. I don't have room in my file cabinet. I My, my closet is too packed with stuff. I... I don't have room. I don't even know where I'm going to put everything. Forget about that. What we need are, you need one area where you you can work, okay? 
So go to one room, and if if your boxes are in in this one room, and you can get some surfaces, you can work. And I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about about surfaces now. But first, you can work. Nobody else is gonna you know move anything, bother you in this space. This is the area you need to work. You can make it very clear. If you got other people around, you say, please, you know, um, this is my unboxing project, and I would like you to encourage me. Don't discourage me. Don't, don't, you know, just, you need to have a sense of solitude, uh, solitude, and also, um, you know, a good feeling about yourself as you're doing this job. You don't need people coming in the middle of your space saying, "What's this? Where are you doing? What are you? Why did you bring that?" No, you don't need to be criticized. You don't need to get into discussion. This is a this is an unpacking meditation, okay? You are going to be doing a life-changing growth meditation. You're going to be transforming yourself and empowering yourself as you're unpacking boxes, okay? Because this is something that you've been resisting doing. This is something you've been making excuses about. All right, so fine. Let's go back to the surfaces idea now. Now, what do I mean by having surfaces? First of all, it's easier to not have to bend down, to put things on the floor, but you may find you don't have any other spaces to put things. So in that case, you're going to have to put some things on the floor. But ideally, when you're unpacking your boxes, it's easier to use a surface such as a bed or, you know, a table, of course, um, and any other thing that's flat. Maybe boxes that aren't yet unpacked could also be another surface. Why do you need surfaces? The surfaces are for sorting. You need to sort whatever's in that box. So you want to put these things in categories. The categories can be throwing out. I don't want it anymore. Why did I even bring this? Or, you know, maybe you didn't have time to go through everything. Maybe you're rushing like I was at some points and you just started throwing everything in one box. Did you do that? Now it's all in a box and you realize, oh, why did I take that? So that goes in the garbage right away. Now, garbage can be broken out into a few categories. There's recyclables. So let's be, please, conscientious here. If it's something you can recycle, put it in your recycle container. Maybe it's something you'd like to donate. Somebody else could use it. So instead of just, you know, oh, I don't want this. I'm tossing it out. If it's still usable, please think about giving it to somebody else who could really make use of it. Or you might want to sell it. Okay, you might want to go on eBay and, Start listing some of your items. That takes time to do, but, you know, if that's something you like to do. Now, that is another category. So there, you've got your, your category where you're not keep the not keeping category. And a garbage category, that would be things for extra bits of garbage that are packed that you don't need anymore, okay, that just go in the regular garbage. So have a garbage bag there because there'll be things you're probably going to be putting in that. So have that ready for you. You know, make this easy for yourself. All right, so that's one category. Then you have the category of items you are keeping. And those could be all kinds of categories. So now what you want to do and by the way, if you don't have room, you don't have enough surfaces, like, well, you know, I don't have room to make categories for this over here and this over here. Put those similar things together. Then you'll break it down into categories later. Remember this. This is very important, especially for you perfectionists out there who tend to procrastinate because of the perfectionism thing. You know, I, if I can't do it perfectly, I am not doing it. Or I'm afraid to do it because I'm because I won't do it right i won't i won't do it good enough right so now you you have to be kinder to yourself and say i just have to get started and i don't have to do this perfectly and i'm just going to get started and i will improve as i go 
Okay, so we've got the category thing started and the surfaces wherever you can make a surface to put things down. You may not have enough tables. And I, as I say, do recommend avoiding piling things up on the floor because it's a lot of bending down and picking up and stuff. Now, this is another thing. You may not think that unpacking or packing can be dangerous, but I'm going to tell you there are hazards, not just psychological. The hazards are things can fall on you. Number one, don't be in any big rush when you're unpacking because you could be, you could have stuff in a, a category and a bo- uh, you know, right behind you, and then you bang into it because you turn too fast. So you want to move, you know, in a way where you're not going to stress your body. This is a physical exertion thing too, you know, and you don't want to hurt your back. Some things are going to be heavier than others to move around. So, you know, it's very good exercise actually. This unpacking thing you know it's very very healthy to do as long as the things coming out of the boxes aren't moldy that's another issue the if you have something that's moldy you know don't just leave it out you're going to have to treat that item you know put it in a plastic bag close up the bag label the bag get a labeler okay why a labeler a labeler is good because you can you can see the label from a distance and read it more easily than handwriting. You don't need a labeler, but it can help. It can also help you feel a little more motivated. Hey, I have a labeler. You know, I'm really doing this thing. So, but of course you can write things out by hand if you need to. Now I'm talking about those items that are going in the organized storage containers. I am not talking about items that you are sticking in a box and just sticking the box somewhere. Because what is the point? What is the point of holding on to items that you may never, ever look at again? Are you having trouble letting go of some items? Have you done an inventory of all of your items and Maybe change your mind about some of the things you've been holding on to for so long. Remember, there are a lot of people out there who could benefit by having some of those things if you no longer really need them or are using them. So think about that. Really get to know, what are these things I have here? And then be prepared to make decisions and to take inventory, you know, maybe once a year, spring cleaning, go through things again, see what is it that I can purge and get rid of now. I don't want this anymore. It's not serving me a purpose anymore. And if you've decided you have something very sentimental, but you don't have a place to display that item, then at least you know where those things are. And by the way, anything that you're you've inherited or special to you, I highly, highly recommend you label. Give the details of those items. Because if you are holding on to things, and then those get passed down to somebody, how are they going to know the history of the item if they're not mentioned with the item? If you haven't told that, even if you talk to the person, oh, you know, I have... These dishes I inherited from my grandparents and the dishes are from Scandinavia and they, you know, they got them when they were on their 50th wedding anniversary. You know, that those facts may just get forgotten. So if you really want to honor the memory of these items that you're holding on to, then please take the time to write some notes down or with your labeler. Just, you know, notate whatever you can so that even you in looking back over things in years from now, you may forget, you know, but anybody else who's looking at the items will say, oh, wow, that's what that that's where that's from. Oh, that's, you know, that's special. Because the reason I'm saying that is in my unpacking, you know, I said I, I mentioned that I've inherited many things and my father was an artist. 
So on top of everything, I'm going through a lot of his artwork, and I have to archive that, and I'm going to be um, working on uh, getting his his artwork seen more. And, you know, I have a job ahead of me. I feel very dedicated to that purpose. But there are a lot of things I'm unpacking, and I don't know the story of those items. And it's too late to ask him because he's no longer on this planet. You know, so that's what I'm saying. And that goes for photographs, too, by the way. You know, you think you're going to remember who's in the picture when you took the picture. You know, it takes an extra few minutes of your time for each item or photograph, but it'll be well worth it to have that archive, you know. And then maybe also put the archive notes on another type of format so you have that for example maybe in your computer or on a on a, a disk or something keep it in a couple places so that you know who knows for whatever reason if those if the notes are no longer with the item who knows that there's still a track of of where those things came from um especially if you'd like like them to be honored um, after you're no longer on this planet and you have people you can pass the items down to. So, so now that's about keeping track of what you have and the history of what you have. Now, there may be some of you who say, I don't hold on to anything. But there are those such as myself over here, yours truly, who has held on to things. And I will tell you also, um, it is important. It is important for yourself to take notes of your experiences. This is maybe getting off a slightly different subject, but... It's just important to archive your experiences so not only for yourself, your own memories, but for other people. Oh, you know, that's that's what happened then and that's what you experienced. Because otherwise those those memories are gone. So anyway, uh now I'd like to just go over a couple other points here. Going back to getting started. That's number one, getting started. And as I say, unpacking the box. Open the box. Look at these tasks as a very simple. Think of, oh, it's going to be simple to open up the box. And now I'm just going to start taking things out and organizing the items in categories. Then I'm taking that empty box. This is... Every time you see an empty box, this is triumph. You know, you, you're, you've succeeded in, in getting through and yet another obstacle that's taking up space. And you'll look at this invariably and you'll say, wow, there wasn't that much in that box. The box was taking up more room than stuff. You'll see what I mean when you start doing this, believe me. Or if you've already done it, you know what I'm talking about. All right, so now another thing, you want to be gentle with yourself. You want to, pl- that that's important. Don't beat yourself up. You know, pat yourself on the back. You can ask somebody else to pat yourself, pat you on the back too, for any accomplishment you made, even if it's as, as seemingly small as just getting started. You know, get the tools ready to get going. Whatever it is, it's preparation, you know, get the, get whatever it is you need to open up the boxes, get the space ready, prepare it and get started. All right. Now, you can plan a time each day to work on this. That's just for this purpose. You could do six out of seven days a week. If you don't have that time, well, you know, make the date's clear to yourself when you're going to do this and make the commitment. Put it down on your calendar and put it 
where you can see it. And if you don't get to it, don't beat yourself up about that. Say to yourself, all right, I'm going to get to it. I will get to it. I, I, I'm almost going to, I don't want to say tomorrow. How about I'm going to get to it right now? I didn't get to it yesterday. I'm doing it right now, even if it's just five minutes. And I'm almost going to bet you that the five minutes will probably turn into a half an hour once you get into it. You know, you know the expression, a body in motion stays in motion. Body at rest stays at rest. Body in motion stays in motion. What does this mean? We're talking about getting going, moving, moving. If you're stuck, you don't have any momentum. You've got no place to go. All right? Think of it like a car, all right? A car is stuck and, you know, it won't, and it won't start in the winter, you know, or maybe whatever. <laughs> the car's not moving at all. It's stuck. Now, let's say you have a car. You start it up, and you're not going to go very far on day one, but you're going to get going. You're going to be amazed at how much you're going to get done. So the car starts moving, and let's say the car, you got the car from point A to point B. I don't care how far point B is. It could be just up to the end of the block. But guess what? You got moving. You have momentum. Momentum is what you need to use as your energy source to continue this job, to continue the triumphant experience of conquering this obstacle. And once you get it done, guess what? It's you're free of it until you have more boxes at some point that you have to deal with. So I shouldn't even say deal with. Let's just say conquer. See, the way that you think about how you're going to approach the job also affects how you feel. So if you're feeling like, oh, this is too big, I can't deal with it, I, you know, adjust the way you're, you're, what you're saying to yourself. I can do this. I'm going to do this. The boxes will not have control over my life anymore. And you can say that about anything that's in your way, that's taking up your space. You know, I really do experience this in unpacking boxes, clearing out spaces. There's like a freeing up of energy in the space. You know, it's like you're, you can really be blocked. Energy flows if you have open space, right? It's kind of like air flowing. So anyway, once you get that empty box, I want you to pat yourself on the back. You could even have a box chart and mark off every time you've got another box you've unpacked. And you could have, you know, a reward system built in. Every time you've got whatever it is for you, two boxes unpacked, five boxes, ten boxes, whatever you feel will work best, you get to whatever it is. Reward yourself. Maybe you'll get to take a day off. So I don't want you to think that that's the reward because the real reward is in mastering mastering this task that has to be done. That's the reward will come from the doing it and overcoming you know the resistance to doing it. So, now about the surfaces for so oh, oh, I should just say when you have that empty box, you're not what are you going to do with the box? You're not going to just leave it standing there. Uh-uh. The box the box if it is no matter what condition it is, you need to now break the box down. This is the breaking the box down ceremony. You know? You could even sing while you're doing this. I'm breaking the boxes down and be proud of yourself. Breaking the boxes down requires probably, you know, a, a knife or scissors. You cut the tape on the bottom of the box that's sealed the box up. And you you just 
fold the box. I don't know how to say this. You know, you collapse the box so that it's now lying flat. Okay, so it's no longer three-dimensional. It's, well, I suppose it's still three-dimensional in some way, but you know what I'm saying. So you want this thing to be lying flat now. Okay, then you need a, a plan for the boxes. Are you holding on to them? If it's in very bad condition, no. Now you need a pile for the boxes you're not going to keep. You're going to, you're going to recycle those boxes. Or maybe somebody else who's moving could use the boxes. Well, if they're, they want the boxes, they need to come and get the boxes right away. If they want them when they're not broken down. If not, you break the boxes down. So now you have more room. And then you need a plan. Like I was saying, you need to, a plan right away to get those boxes out of there. All right, so if you're going to be storing the boxes, then put them in the plastic. I was telling you about label it and get it out of your main living space. Be re- reasonable and realistic and truthful with yourself. Do I have room to store the boxes? I mean, we spent a lot of money on the boxes that we use. We... We bought many, but I'm not even going to tell you. I don't even, I lost count of how many boxes we bought. Many, many, many trips to Home Depot, okay? And they're not free. So my thinking is that, well, why throw these all out? Why not store them compactly, you know, in plastic so they don't, they don't decay, um, Hopefully they won't, you know, they won't get moldy and we can use them again. Now, if we decide that this, the the storing the boxes is now taking up too much of our room in the basement, they're going to go. So it's either you or the stuff. That's basically it. And whatever ideas you've had for your life about things being Bigger than you. You need to dispel that myth. They are not bigger than you. These are inanimate objects. Okay? They, you only make them into monsters in your the way you are thinking about them. Okay? And you will feel so good once you get started or get started continuing if you've already gotten boxes unpacked but now you're stuck still with other boxes. You're going to feel great about yourself. But it requires effort to get there, all right? And this is what you have to do. So you're going to have the surface surfaces for sorting. Now, this is another thing just to watch out for, and that's for avalanching. Stuff, remember I was saying about, you know, watching the physicality of this undertaking, because it's, you know, you're going to be lifting things, carrying things. You want to move, you know, carefully so you don't hurt yourself you know you might say what is she talking about it's just a bunch of books is it well if it has a weight you know you want to take care and you sometimes you might underestimate how heavy something is when you have you experience that lifting something out of a box and it's like oh you know usually what we see is not equating with the weight so it could be a smaller item but heavy or you're taking a lot of stuff at once. So just go at a pace that you know you're not going to get too sore. Your muscles are going to get so fatigued or you're going to w- worse hurt your back, okay, lower back. You might even want to have some support on the lower back, um, you know, if you need to. Why do you think movers wear these belts? Well, they're carrying heavy stuff all the time, but, you know, it's a lower back that can really get taxed. So a nice way to unpack also, if you want to just, you know, kind of do it a little more relaxed is to be in a seated position when you're going through things or maybe, you know, have something you're playing like music or if you have a TV show that you like that just kind of keeps you entertained, you could have that on as long as you do. it doesn't take your focus away. So be realistic and practical with yourself. Don't take telephone calls. Don't make excuse. Don't be doing something. Oh, now I got to go do this. You're going to get sidetracked. So turn the phone off. 
tell people you're living with i'm i'm now doing my unpacking please do not interrupt me for the next and then fill in the blank you could say the next hour i need to do this you know i need to do this and make it a priority because the priority is about you and how you're feeling about yourself isn't it interesting isn't it interesting how a box can actually make you feel bad about yourself? How absurd is that? It's time to take back your life and say, box, you are not taking over my life. I am taking charge. And I am unpacking you right now. Okay, so watching out for avalanches. You may put things in piles, and before you know it, Maybe the pile is top-heavy, not balanced, and it can fall on your foot. This has happened to me. And this is when you're working or working on the unpacking, or maybe you already have things out and you've stuck them somewhere, and then, boom, they start falling all over the place because you have too much stuff piled up that is not balanced, an unbalanced pile. That means... Too much heavy stuff on top. So you want to stack things neatly in piles that are of the same size if you're going to do piles of things, you know. And if you're, you know, if it's files, for example. Now, files could go directly into your file cabinet if you are ready for that step. But if you want to stack the files, and yes, please get them out of the cardboard box. Stack them, you know, alternating one way and then the other. For You know, you could do like five files going one direction, five files the other. This way you'll have a more even uh, pile and you'll know. You'll know if it's if it's stable. That's what we want. We want stable piles because we want to avoid the avalanche factor, which is a risk. You can get hurt. You could have heavy things up high. Uh, hard things that could fall. Oh, yeah, here's another thing. Wear shoes when you're doing this. And as you're going through boxes, there may be those things that got moved around in the moving process, broken. There could be broken glass. You you do need to watch carefully what you're doing. So don't be blindly, you know, watching a TV show and not look at what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. Have enough light in the room. Now, what I was saying before, too, about being prepared to move things several times until everything is out of the boxes and organized. What we need first are spaces to organize and sort, you know, the items. Because you might say, well, I have a bookshelf over here, and I want to put all my books on the bookshelf. I have a table over here. I'm going to use a table for just this. Well, if you could dedicate the table to sorting right now, that would be good. The bookcase could be used for sorting until you have decided what you're going to have on that bookcase, what you really want to keep for a while on the bookcase. You may decide, I want to revolve my items. I want to have some things out now, and then I'm going to, I want to put some other things out, you know, in a few months. You can do that. Just know where you're keeping your things. And like I say, don't just stick stuff in boxes and assume you're going to remember what's in there. And don't use boxes, cardboard boxes, as a way to organize stuff. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, one or two here and there maybe, but I mean, as a way of life, you know, you know what you have to do. You know that if you've got too many things in boxes, this is a problem, okay? You know that. And if you are if you have just a couple boxes and you know that, oh, okay, I have my Christmas lights in these boxes or I have a Extension cords, I still like this box. It's it's a nice, sturdy box. Okay, use it, but just 
be advised that if you put something in a place that can get damp and it's in a box or photographs, photographs should not be in cardboard boxes. Okay, that's another subject altogether. You can take a look in the meantime. You can look this up online if you're if you're not familiar of how to preserve photographs, not in cardboard boxes. Okay, so because the card, cardboard starts to degrade and um, that becomes a problem for the photos. So anyway, cardboard is not your friend. It doesn't even smell good. You know, I'm so sick of looking at boxes, I can't even tell you. All right, so now the next thing, you want to proceed in a methodical manner, a method, a plan. And again, don't be so perfect. Don't worry about being perfect. Get And don't try and get this all done in one day. And then beat yourself up if it's not done already. Why is it taking so long? I give up. Don't get like that. You have to know that it's going to get done as long as you keep at it. You have to know that. And you need to reward yourself when you've reached a certain level. Now, you may say, I need to reward myself after I get through the first box. Okay, do it. But don't reward yourself with procrastinating to getting to the next step, okay? Don't let that be your reward. You know, but you want to reinforce the achievement by being very good to yourself. All right. So remember, you are bigger than whatever is in those boxes. You. What's your fear and what's holding you back from unpacking? What excuses are you making that are keeping you from unpacking? You need to whittle away and stop making the excuses. Let's say, okay, let's say you're tired. You're tired and you don't want to do it. Well, I don't want to do it is a good excuse, right? No, 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 no. You have to start saying, I'm choosing to do this. I need to do it. I'm doing it. Okay, so sometimes, well, procrastination And avoidance, these are tiring things. You are making yourself tired. You're going to get energy by taking the bull by the horns and doing it already. Okay? Seriously. So, you need to start changing the way you're approaching this. And don't be hard on yourself. So, you can begin with making a plan. It's like if you're setting goals for yourself. The idea is to structure some idea of a plan. But guess what? Plans can change, just like your structure for timing on this can change. And, oh, yes, I remember what I wanted to say, too, that it's kind of like packing for a trip. I've gone on a few trips involving packing, as I'm sure you have if you've gone on trips. Why does it always take longer than you think? What is that all about? And then when you get packed, you look at the bags and you say, what took so long? Now, some people, you know, can pack very quickly because I don't know how they do it. Maybe they, they, they have a system down or they're not taking much stuff. They're not concerned about taking that many things, you know. But if you're like me, you'll think through everything you're taking and want to make sure that you're not without the things that you need when you're on your vacation or whatever, And all that stuff takes time. It's the thinking, the thinking it through. So don't be hard on yourself. Know that it's going to take most likely longer than you first think. So if you make a plan on your calendar, you could set dates, you know, for goals and say, uh, by the end of the week, I'm going to have this much done. But if you don't get it done, just be flexible and laugh at that and say, oh, this did... You know, Lisa was right. This did this did take longer than I thought. But that's okay because it it probably will or it could take longer than you think. Maybe it won't take as long as you fear. Just be prepared. If you make a plan of for unpacking and say, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
at 7 p.m. I am unpacking. This is my unpacking time. And by the end of the week, I'm going to have this whole room done. And it's not done. What I'm asking you to do is just be open to the fact that you're going to need to readjust your your plan and be gentle with yourself and say, oh, it's okay. I did get this much done. All right, I'm going to give it another week. So just know that invariably, this is my theory anyway, from many experiences I've had, is that most things take longer than you think. They are going to complete. We tend to underestimate how long it's going to take to do something. Sometimes you may be delighted to find out that it didn't take as long as you thought it might. But generally speaking, it will take longer. And that's when, if you listen to an earlier podcast about movers assessing how long it's going to take to pack, they know. They know how much stuff you have. You don't know. If you've never packed all that stuff, or you're not in the moving business, or you're not in the packing business, you don't know. You think you know. You look at a room and you say, oh, this what's this will just take a few hours. But a mover will come in and go, you're gonna, this is going to take you a month. You have a lot of stuff to pack. Well, same thing with unpacking. You know, you look at it, you say, once I get started, how this can't take that long. It's just a few boxes. Well, it's, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. You need to respect yourself and just know every step you make is a, the step forward and toward achieving the ultimate goal, and that is to be unpacked. And just visualize, picture how good that feels to have that done. You could even put up pictures in the space you're working in of beautiful spaces, something you consider very, you know, a beautiful, clean, organized space. Put that up as inspiration, anything that helps inspire you to get this done. And as I say, listen to this podcast as many times as you need. You might slip back and stop stop taking action, you know. Um, I think I heard Tony Robbins, who's a motivational speaker, you know, he talked about it's very easy for people to more, or should I say easier for people to be motivated at the very beginning of taking on a challenge, setting goals, buying his products. But he found that it's what happens is somebody buys his whatever they are tapes or now CDs or and maybe they get started but they don't continue because something stops them along the way from continuing that's what you have to be realistic about that's where you have to say ah you know I'm going to get started right now I'm opening up that box but I know that Somewhere along the line in this project, in this in this undertaking, in this courageous, you know, successful undertaking of mine, I might, I might go someplace else, do something else, and then go back into my stall mode, my procrastination mode. Because if you've been procrastinating for a long time, the procrastination pattern is in you. And it's, you know, what you need to do is you have to, you have to conquer that by fighting through that resistance and be gentle with yourself. You can just go, oh, there it is again. Procrastination monster. Get out of my way. Be gentle with yourself. So you haven't gotten to it in a week. So what? Get back to it right now. Get back to it right now. And on that happy note, I'm going to end the show and I'm going to wish you the best of success. I would love to hear from you. And if I'm still here, if anybody wants to call in, you're welcome to. 
I would love to hear from you. You can contact me by clicking on the contact link near the player here for the show. Or you can contact me on my email address, which is lisa at talkboxradio.com, lisa at talkboxradio.com. If you'd like to be a guest, a featured guest on an upcoming podcast, please shoot me an email. Let me know what your ideas are. I'd love to talk with you about that. And if you'd like to talk about your experiences with unpacking, packing, anything, anything that's a problem for you, um, I'd love to hear from you. Lisa at TalkBoxRadio.com. I thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to the next podcast. Radio. Talk Box Radio. Talk Box Radio.